Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it is March 21st. We have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Very rare occasion, but I'm joined by Chief Justice 06. Will, I don't see you on Thursdays. How are you doing, my friend? Well, yeah, you do. Thursdays just, are normal. Well, not, not, not the football's over. It yeah, used to be like, yeah. usually yeah, there's Thursday. like two or three games on Thursdays, so I never see anybody on Thursdays. <laughs> I'm usually Thursday by myself. You're right, yeah. Well, yeah, man, it's amazing how things blend together, you know? Well, I'm here today, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hang out. Um, I am not or did not have a good night tonight. I uh, I had all the right plays in all the wrong places. Um, had exposure to a lot of the good plays, but I I, I went mass multi-entry tonight, and I locked in Julius Randle 100%. Well, that didn't work out well at all. Uh, <laughs> Julius Randle, I think, took the night off and uh, decided to put up six fantasy points. I also had probably a little bit too much uh, Elf Payton, but nevertheless, I'm not defeated. There's a new slate on the horizon, and uh, I will be at the Hawks game tomorrow, so you already know what I'll be doing, at least in part of my lineup. <laughs> Stacking that game up. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, like, you know, I played Elf as well, and I played Dwayne Wade. There was, you know, got some stuff right, got some stuff wrong today. Um, definitely going to be a losing day for me as well, so but I like Elf made me enough money on this streak that like I'm okay with it. I, I think yeah. I'll probably go back to the well with it next time too. Like I, I'm not I'm not mad at Elf. You know he's been he's been balling out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mad at I him mean, tonight. <laughs> yeah, and you know, man, one of uh, one of my good friends in Texas. Me and him always talk, and we kind of just you know just talk about the slate and stuff like that. And I said, you know. I said I, I said I don't feel like I've got enough of this Washington Chicago exposure, and uh, sure enough, I mean I had plenty of Bobby Portis and Jabari and Beal, but I, I didn't have enough marketing, and um, I had a little bit too much Levine. I think I had Levine about 25-30 percent. Well, he got ruled out, and so of course on FanDuel there's no swapping him out once he's ruled out. So it just just I just caught a couple bad beats today. Which means I'm just going to crush tomorrow. So I'm excited, man. This is going to be a good slate. It's a nice little six gamer. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over to check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Bunch of stuff going on at Fantasy Draft. They got PGA contest up. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast before that, it gets locked. Bunch of ton of ton of great on, uh, info here. Rotor grinders for PGA. Um, dipping my toes in water for PGA again. I like the sweat for PGA. It's always it's always fun. So. Um, if you guys haven't already, check them out. If you want to play in the listeners league, the the link will be in the uh, comment section. They've already sent it to me, so it'll be right there in the comment section. So if you want to join the listeners league, and that way you can sign up through the link and uh, get credit for signing up through Rotor Grinders. Um, if we run any cool promos, you'll get access to those. So check them out. Um, three days in a row that I have, have donated in the listeners league. Dwayne Wade and Elf Payton helped that happen today. So. 
ready to get Thursday underway. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETF options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movement so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Roto-Grinders a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com. We get started here with Minnesota at Charlotte. No total on this one because we have a ton of injury news that we're waiting to see how it all shakes out. Covington's out. Luol Deng is out. Gibson is questionable. Rose is out. And Teague is out. And then on the Charlotte side, Michael Kidd Kilgris is in concussion protocol, so he's doubtful. And Zeller is doubtful. We'll start with Minnesota. Obviously, Tyus Jones comes to mind here. Carl Anthony Towns gets a big usage bump. But if Taj Gibson misses, Will, is this finally a spot we can play Dario Sarge? Well, I think we can play Sarge regardless uh, today. Um, e- even if Taj, Taj decides to miss, I think I-, I think he's got enough upside here. I mean, he's 4,300, so I, I don't hate it. This is a six-game, and I just know what athletic guys can do to Charlotte. I've just seen it time and time again. So, uh, but – if, if Todd sits, then I, I think Sarge is going to get 30 minutes, especially with Luau Ding out. We, we won't have to worry about that little fiasco uh, because if Luau Ding was playing, I actually think he'd be a better play than Sarge. But with him out, I, I think he'll get significant run, at least 30 minutes. Uh, Keita Bates' job may get a few more minutes. but uh, So, yeah, Sarge is a good play. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, he's my number one center on the slate today. No way I fade him against Charlotte. Uh, just check the books, man. Charlotte has been getting just lit up by centers, and I think we're about to hit the point where it's give up mode. Uh, we played a game on Sunday night against the Miami Heat, and uh, you know if if you guys follow uh, the well, he's he's a beat writer, but he's also he's just a great reporter. Uh, Rick Bondell from the Charlotte Observer up there in Charlotte. Uh, that's one of the the legends that I follow for Charlotte Hornets news. And he was in the locker room just talking about how, you know, heads were in towels. They just looked defeated. And I think they're about to hit the point where they're just like, okay, we're not going to make it. So uh, this might be the last hurrah. This might be the last time that we get really just all out hard down play from Charlotte. They're going to be at home. So I love Carl Anthony Towns. I think this is a spot he could drop 80. Uh, so I'm going to be all over him. Tyus Jones, uh, he is priced up, you know, a little bit, but I, I'm going to be playing him as well. 5,400 on DK, I, I don't care. Uh, I, I think you go ahead and play him here. Wiggins is 58. Wiggins is just a guy I just decided to quit playing. And then Josh Okoji or Okoji, uh, he's been playing phenomenal basketball here recently, especially in the in the real points department. 21 real points, 19 real points. 
Uh, if he can put up, you know, anything close to that and get 30 fantasy points again, he's going to be a really good play. So, uh, but those would be the guys that I'd be looking at. Yeah, I like Okajia. Is you know he's under 4K. He's cheap. Uh, the minutes should be definitely secure here. You know, I still little concerned about Tyus Jones' minutes. I know they ran him out 33 minutes last time out. Um, I think he sees around the same here. But you know, three for 14 for Tyus Jones the other day, 26 and a half fantasy points. I, I think we saw his floor game against Golden State um, there. But you know, he touched on something. Carl Anthony Towns against Charlotte. Don't overthink this. Don't overthink this. Um, you know, this team has struggled with centers all season. Nothing different here. Um, and, you know, you just look at it. Over the last 10 games, they're 27th in defensive efficiency uh, against centers. So it, it really hasn't changed. Um, on the Charlotte side of things, obviously Zeller being out, doubtful and Michael Kidd, Girl Chris being doubtful doesn't really change a ton. Um, you said it. We're starting to get to the point where Charlotte might not actually have a chance to make the playoffs. They're not officially out yet, um, but with the Magic winning and the Heat winning, you know, three games in a row, and Charlotte losing two games in a row, and the Wizards losing two games in a row, they've kind of opened up a little bit of gap on these teams. So, um, what are we looking at here on Charlotte? Do we still think that like Kimba is going to give it his all or is this a time that we need to start looking maybe at the younger guys? Well, I, I think Kimba's going to give it his all here at home. Um, like I said, I, 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 I'm, I, it's almost like the Panthers last year, those last three games we were kind of talking about McCaffrey. This is kind of how I feel about Charlotte. Like, you know, it's a Thursday night game. He's at home. I, and, and, and in fact, I think Charlotte is about to play three and four. So, you know, this this is kind of the front end here. I, I like Kimba at home, 8,100. I think he's going to come out and have a good game. Uh, Jeremy Lamb has just been fantastic here. Uh, just pretty much had to carry the team against Philly uh, because Kimba was in foul trouble. And, uh, you know, he, he's been playing really well. Uh, Miles Bridges had a nice game. He's a guy I really like today at 3,300 against Minnesota, especially with Michael K. Gilchrist out. We've got some centers out. Tony Parker will be back, but that's not really going to impact him too much. If we can get 29 minutes or 30 minutes out of Miles Bridges against Minnesota at home, uh, I, I think we can expect a nice return there. So he's a guy I have my eye on uh, specifically for this matchup. Uh, and then Nick Batum, he's a, he's back down in that range where he's too cheap again. I know we haven't seen the upside uh, really in, you know, three games because he put up 17 the last game, 22 the last game, 35 before that and 30. But against Minnesota, I, I don't I don't want to fake Nick Batum at this price. Uh, and kind of the same thing for Marvin Williams. We haven't really seen a big game from him uh, recently as well, but I think this is another game where, where he could thrive, especially if Dario Sarge is going to play 30 minutes. I think they'll want to have him on the floor, uh, you know, to, to kind of guard him a little bit. So th those are the guys I'm looking at from Charlotte. Uh, but just, you know, don't forget to keep your eye out for Miles Bridges, uh, 3,300. He's going to be a good value on this slate. All right. We're packing our bags and heading to Washington. It's Denver at Washington. It's a 228.5 total here. Denver's favored by five. Um, Washington on a back-to-back. -back. Trevor Reza left the game with a – I think it was a groin or hamstring injury. Yes. Um, we're going to put him as questionable. I'd be shocked if he plays. Um, so Washington, another team that, you know, they lost to the Bulls. 
on Wednesday, that, that was a game that they kind of needed. Um, they're really starting to fall out of this race uh, for those final three spots in the East, but I don't think they're technically out yet. Um, you know, with 10 games, I think there's 10 games left. So let's talk Denver first. Um, what are we looking at here on the Nuggets? Well, hey, you know, I don't care if Jamal Murray let us down against Boston. He's 6K against Washington. And, uh, man, am I kicking myself for not loading up this Washington game on the previous slate. Um, this is a back-to-back, but Washington's at home. Jamal Murray at 6K, it's just too cheap. It's going against Washington. We need to have him in, in our pool or, be, or consider him. Uh, Monty Morris, minutes were down the last game against Boston. Uh, I think that was maybe just situational. I, I'm they still brought waiting. Isaiah Thomas back in the game. Yeah, for six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah, but that's but, the six but, minutes that right. Monte Morris lost. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I, I I don't mind playing Monte Morris here. I mean, this is a spot he could absolutely have a, have a nice game at 4,100. Uh, you know, I've kind of been talking about Will Barton, uh, and I said, you know, he's been playing better in real life. You look at this Boston game, the fantasy, the fantasy points didn't look as great. But what, what I like is he took 17 shots, man, shot nine for 17, 52.9% from the field. He was two of seven from three, which is what really brought his percentage down. Uh, you know, had five turnovers as well. So he's a guy I have my eye on for this game at 5,700. Uh, Gary Harris, his minutes are up, but I, I, just, I still think Harris is still out of rhythm from just being out all year. So uh, don't really want to play him. He did hit a big shot in that Boston game, but – uh, not looking at him today. Uh, I just think there's better guys elsewhere. And then we kind of talked about this on the last podcast I was on. Nikola Jokic had gotten down to 9,200 against Boston. And what does he go do? He goes out there and drops about 60. And against Washington, I mean, he should destroy these guys. Centers against Washington have, have been a thing all year. Uh, and, you know, it's not just the number side. You look at who they've got out there, Bobby Portis and and Thomas Bryant, they aren't going to stop anybody. So Jokic should have a field day here at 9,600. He's a guy I, I definitely want to get some exposure to. I uh, don't hate Paul Millsap, but, um, you know, I, I I don't have to play Paul Millsap. I like Paul Millsap, but I don't love Paul Millsap. He's been playing well, uh, but I don't think we need him. So Denver's starting to get in that like range of they're healthy and it's tough to figure out which parts you want to play. I think matchup wise, we're just looking at like this matchup as a whole here for Denver. I think you're, you're definitely excited about Jokic and Millsap and you're excited about Jamal Murray. You know, that's where Washington's really struggled point guards, small power forwards and centers. So, you know, I think any of the guys that you mentioned are in play. It's just, it's getting to the point. Like we talk a lot about this with golden state and Boston, these teams that are just really good basketball teams that when they're healthy, it's really tough to play and single out guys. But I think my favorite play from Denver in tournaments would probably be Gary Harris. He's 4,400. He's cheap. And he's been playing right around 28 to 29 minutes a night. And we know that, all he has to do, the shot attempts are up to double-digit shot attempts now in back-to-back games. So Harris at 4,400 would probably be my favorite. And uh, like the Monte Morris call, I think that they gave Isaiah Thomas minutes in Boston because he got a tribute. And I think Monte Morris is back to playing 25 to 30 minutes here. Um, large field tournament play only. You know, Washington – oh, go ahead. One other thing too, Steve, I did want to mention. 
I think Denver's going to be playing hard all the way through. Uh, they, they clinched the playoff berth with their win in Boston. But, you know, they're just a half game behind Golden State. And Golden State's playing tomorrow as well. I think Denver wants to win these games. They've got a legitimate shot at the one seed. So they're a team where I, I don't mind playing Jokic and those guys, you know, down the stretch or late, unless they went on some crazy losing streak. They've got a legitimate shot at, at being number one in the Western Conference. So uh, that that's another reason I, I haven't been afraid to kind of fire up some of those guys, even in spots like this against Washington. Yeah, I think I read the other day that um, Denver has a softer schedule than Golden State down the stretch. Mm-hmm. So um, Washington, obviously thinking that Abreza is not going to play. You know, Jabari Parker had a ceiling game on Wednesday. We expect him to play a bunch of minutes here if if Ariza's out again. But the guy that I really wanted to bring up before I let you give me your thoughts is Troy Brown. Um, Troy Brown, a guy that, you know, he's been floating around 17 to 22 minutes, really. And with Ariza out, you know, he ended up, you know, touching 30 minutes in that game against the Bulls. And he's 3,100. I think he's going to be a pretty popular play today if Ariza sits. But I wanted to go on record and be the first person to mention him. So, um, all right, Will, give me your thoughts here on Washington. Uh, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal. I mean, Bradley Beal strikes again, man. F- over 50 again today or or the, the you know, tonight rather. Um, of course, we talked him up against Utah, and he just had pretty much the worst game of this stretch. But he's made us so much money, like who cares? Uh he put up 50, I think 55, 56, somewhere around there. Again, you know, against the Bulls, it was overtime. Doesn't matter. I still like Bradley Beal here against Denver. Um, if you're playing anybody from this side of the ball, I think he's the first guy you plug in. And I do like the Troy Brown call. Um, there's really no incentive to play a reason here. Uh, another guy that I think, you know, could get a slight uptick in production here is Jeff Green. Um, you know, I, I think he could play, play play a little more as well. Um, hopefully they don't they don't hoodwink us and run Sam Decker out there for 25 minutes. God, I hope not. Uh, I really feel bad about that. But Jabari, he should smash again. I mean, had another upside game, like you said. Uh, I, I don't want to play Bobby Portis today. I did take a shot on him, you know, like I said, this past slate against Chicago. But I, I don't want any parts of Portis, you know, against Jokic. Sadoransky, as much as I like Jamal Murray, I still like Sadoransky. Jamal Murray is equally as bad on defense, and uh, I, I'd really be willing to take a shot on Sadoransky here at 5,800. Uh, but outside of those guys, that's going to be about it. All right, moving on to the game that you're going to, Utah and Atlanta. 228 total. Utah is favored by seven in this game. No real injury news. It is a back-to-back for Utah. Um, but Utah being Utah, they played the Knicks, and they were very careful with the minutes of their studs in that game. So, you know, Go Bears only played 26 minutes. Rubio only played 20 minutes. Um, Mitchell played 29, and Favors played 26. So, the only guy that I would put in a huge question here is Favors. We talked about it yesterday in the podcast. He's a little banged up right now, um, and then they might opt to be very careful with him on a back-to-back. Uh, as, as far as Atlanta goes, Plumlee's still out, and that's really the only injury news here. All right, well, what are we doing here with the Utah Jazz uh, going into Atlanta on a back-to-back? 
Well, I mean, Rudy Gobert is 8,300. Uh, I think that's still very fair for him. Uh, we know he's going to play minutes. Like, listen, Rudy Gobert, as long as it's not a blowout, he's getting 30 to 34 minutes a game. Uh, and that's why you can just always play him at this price of 8,300. He's still got pretty good upside here. Uh, he can definitely hit the 50 mark on this slate. Uh, I, I like Cat. Cat's my favorite guy if, at the center position. But, uh, you know, if I'm thinking about stacking up this game, I'm not going to do it without Rudy Gobert. Just just not going to do it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I don't hate him. I just I don't play Donovan Mitchell as much when Rubio is playing significant minutes. So whenever Rubio is playing 25 to 30, it really does limit Donovan Mitchell's upside. He, he doesn't have the same upside. The ball isn't in his hands as much. Um, so I I don't like the price on him. But because of the matchup, I, I'd be willing to, to take a shot on him. Angles, uh, I always like Angles when he's under 6K in spots like this. He's going to be out there trash talking, probably knocking down a few long balls. So uh, I really like him. And, and then I, I think, you know, my, my favorite play – or my favorite two plays are going to be Jay Crowder and, and Gobert. Those are my two favorites. Uh, this this is a spot where I think Jay Crowder could thrive, get up and down, you know, get a few defensive stats. Atlanta gives up a lot of steals, and uh, so you know Jay Crowder, he's not out there getting steals every game, but this is a spot where he could get if he could get active. I think he could find the ball in his hands uh, on the defensive end of the floor a lot. So. Uh, Crowder and Gobert are my two favorites, and, and that's about it for me, man. I don't want to stretch it and try to play a Corver or O'Neal. Uh, you know, those are going to be the guys I'm, I'm looking at. Ruby. Oh, that's what you're going to be saying all night. Ricky Rubio. Why didn't I play more Ricky Rubio when he is destroying Atlanta tomorrow night and you're at the game? Um, he, I think he's healthy. I, I watched some of that uh, Knicks game, and he looked good. He only played 20 minutes. I, I think if this game stays close, he he sees you know twenty five to twenty eight minutes, and he's still only fifty two hundred. I think he has forty plus point upside. Um, I love Rubio here in this fast paced matchup against Atlanta. I really do think he's healthy. Um, I do think they're being careful with him. So if this game turns into a ugly blowout, he'll be one of the first guys off the court. But I understand that risk when I'm taking him. Um, like the Gobert call, like the Crowder call, like the Ingles call. Um, Atlanta, what are we doing here with the Hawks? Man, listen, we, we talked about this it. trade day, people. Uh, as, you know, as, as much as I, I like, you know, the Jazz, I, I think Trey Young puts on a huge performance here. Uh, Thursday night at State Farm Arena against Ricky Rubio, Mano Imano. I I, I like Trey Young. I, I think I think he's going ham here. I don't use that phrase a whole lot, but I, I think Trey Young's going ham. Uh, I think he's going to crush. And believe it or not, that's about the only guy I want to play from Atlanta. I don't want to play John Collins. Uh, I don't want to play uh, Dwayne Dedman. I feel like Vince Carter is probably almost the safe wing Atlanta Hawk, and he's really not, but you know, just for the price and upside, he probably is. I don't want to play Prince. Um, Trey Young is the only Atlanta Hawk I want to play today. Uh, if I was going to stack this game, which I am, I'm probably just going to play three or four Utah guys and Trey Young, and that's it. He's the only guy I really trust right now. I just can't get behind Bazemore, Herder. I mean, these guys have random upside games. Minutes are kind of all over the place for some of them, so that's it for me, man. Just Trey Young. 
Yeah, I like Trey Young. Um, the other guy that I don't mind here is Deadman. Uh, I think they'll use Deadman's size in this matchup against Utah with them playing favors and um, they play favors. They play Gobert. They um, is it Udo? 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 Um, mm-hmm. and, and um, Crowder. Like they use a lot of size. Utah uses a lot of size. Um, and I think Deadman benefits from that. So I don't mind taking a shot on Deadman in tournaments. All right, moving on to the, the later games. You know, we have three three early games, three late games. It's very interesting slate. Um, Detroit at Phoenix, 218.5 total here. Detroit's favored by 5.5. Um, I have nothing on the Detroit side as far as injury news, but, man, Phoenix is banged up. Holmes is questionable. Johnson, Uber, and Warren are all outs. Um, let's start with Detroit. What are we looking at here on the Pistons? Really like Ish Smith here, 4,100, playing about 25 minutes. Uh, he's going to be able to get up and down in this game with ease. I don't think he's going to see a lick of resistance. I, I think he's my favorite piston here. Uh, I, I, I'm not hopping on this Wayne Ellington bandwagon. Uh, I don't care what he did to Cleveland. I'm not playing Wayne Ellington. I, I just I don't care. Uh, I but, remember Blake Griffin was out for that game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but Ish, Ish is my guy. Um, Luke Kennard, I mean, past couple games, he's been up and down with his minutes. I do think we could play him here uh, against Phoenix. Um, I think he's got more upside than than Ellington. Uh, and then Blake Griffin at 7,800. Uh, I think this day off, man, I'm hoping it did him some good because from a fantasy perspective, he really hasn't shown the upside the last 10 games. I mean, he's been – you know, mid to high 30s has been his his upside. Part of that is Andre Drummond has just been going nuclear. But uh, but, but I like Blake here at 7,800. I think this is, you know, I'm going to treat it like Jokic. He's starting to hit that price point where you just need to play him. And then you've got Drummond at 8,700. I don't know what more he has to do to get a permanent price increase, uh, but he's just hovering in this 8K range when he's really putting up you know, really, he's putting up Joel Embiid type performances. He's just not getting the Joel Embiid treatment. Uh, so maybe that's a stretch. But bottom line is, I think he should be a lot more than his 8K. I think 9500 to 10K should be where he's at, but he's not. So th- he's underpriced for for what he's been doing, and, and I like Andre Drummond. But those are the only guys I'm, I'm even considering playing from from Detroit today: Drummond, Griffin. Ish Smith would be my, my my plays, and then you know, as a fringe play, maybe Luke Kennard. And so many good centers on this slate. Drummond, another one. You know, we've talked about so many centers already. We talked about Gobert, we talked about Cat, we talked about Jokic, um, and Drummond, just another one. You know, an amazing matchup here. Aiden has really struggled with big men all season on the defensive side of things, so Drummond's in a great spot. Um, yeah, I don't really love anything here for Detroit. Like, I, I like Drummond. I don't know if I end up there. I would like Jackson if he was playing more minutes. He's just not. Um, Ish Smith on the cheap side. If I need the if I need the value at forty one, I would much rather play uh, Ish Smith and Luke Kennard. So, yeah. kind of where I'm at on this team, but a lot of value on the other side of this game. A um, lot of value. We know that. Devin Booker's usage is going to be through the roof. Um, we know that Josh Jackson's going to play 30-plus minutes. And, you know, we know, like, a guy like Bridges is going to play a ton of minutes, even though, like, his fantasy production's always not there. What are we looking at here when it comes to Phoenix? 
Well, I think it starts with Devin Booker, of course. Uh, I mean, man, he's played 41 and 40 minutes, back-to-back games. Uh, he's at home today. He's put up 42, 43, 67, 44 last four games, 67 and a half the game before that. So his last five games, he's really been, you know, put, putting up some nice performances here. I don't think it stops against Detroit uh, just because Detroit is coming to town. They may win this game, but I, I still think Devin Booker puts on the show. Uh, you know, Michael Bridges is, uh, is is another guy that's playing 40 and 42 minutes. Listen, we're not getting much production from Mr. Bridges. I mean, it really doesn't matter if he plays minutes. You just have to hope that this is a game that he can get, you know, three or four steals or something because the production is really lacking. But when you've got a guy that's playing that's 4,300 and playing 40 minutes, the opportunity is there. So that's what I'm looking at. So I, I, I think you play him, you know, just for that reason alone. Uh, but but that's about it for me. I don't really I don't really want to play Aiton in this spot. He's 6,900. I, I think he's got tremendous upside with Ubre out and Warren out and all these guys. But I, I just don't want to take the chance here at that price point. Uh, it's fair, but but I just I don't like him today. But uh, uh, Booker and uh, and Aiton would would be my guys. I, I know Josh Jackson at 4,800. Man, I know it's cheap. I'm going to try to avoid the Josh Jackson chalk today, uh, especially if he has to deal with Blake Griffin. All right. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to add. Like, Jackson is probably my favorite play, but Booker, if this game stays close, probably has a big game. Uh, he's probably the reason. playing point guard now, by the way. Yeah. The uh, yeah. And it's a point guard against Detroit. We know what to do. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't really want to play Aiden either. Like, there's going to be spots that I play Aiden with all these guys out. Like, Chicago was an amazing spot to play Aiden the other night, but Absolutely. not the best spot here um, for Aiden. I think, like, real like the real issue with Aiden here is, like, foul trouble. Um, it's, is, like, the thing that I'm, like, the most concerned about. Like, I wouldn't even, like, if I'm playing a large field tournament, and maybe this is a FanDuel play. Um, I don't have FanDuel pricing up in front of me right now. But Bender, um, if you have it, is he min salary? Do we know if Bender's min salary? I'm pulling. Nah, I think Bender's four K on FanDuel because he would be really interesting as a as a FanDuel punt play, playing like the all right. Aiton's probably going to get in foul trouble. Holmes is questionable. If Holmes sits, this becomes even more of a punt play for me. Yeah, nah, I I totally get it. Um, I'm looking I, at it now. Bender's thirty nine hundred actually. I think he's worth a punt play at that price. If Holmes sits, I think Bender's an interesting punt play uh, on Fandle today. So, yeah, he he would be a good pivot because you know if Taj is out, then, then I mean everyone's going to be gravitating towards Sarge. Everybody. Yeah, my my punt play on Fandle today um, is not working out so well. So, uh, right back at it um, today. <laughs> Or tomorrow, um, I might my, my punt play on Fanduel was Dirk Nowitzki, um, and okay. it's not working out. So, gotcha. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five star reviews. A built in two minute timer pulses every thirty seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean. Up to ninety percent of us. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't evenly clean. My toothbrush 
my uh, my subscription, all that stuff is on its way. I'm excited, can't wait. Um, it's in the mail. Got the confirmation today. Ready, excited to check it out. Um, and you know, that's you know, one of the things like they're backed by over two twenty thousand dental professionals. Quip starts at just twenty five dollars, and if you go to getquip.com slash fantasy fix right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash fantasy fix. That's getquip.com slash fantasy fix. All right, we got two games left here. Dallas at Sacramento, 230 total here. Uh, Sacramento favored by seven and a half. It's a back-to-back for Dallas, uh, so we don't really know the injury news here. Maxi Cleaver is the one guy that we know is questionable after missing. Wednesday's night, Wednesday's game. Um, let's start with Dallas. What are we looking at here for the Mavericks? Well, I think you know it, it begins with Luca. Uh, we for sure want to look at him. Th- this is one of my favorite games on the slate. Um, it, it, Dallas has just been so awful on the road. I, I don't know if I can trust them as a stack. But man, uh, Luca eighty nine hundred too cheap. Uh, he you know he's another guy that probably should be priced slightly more, slightly more. Uh, really like him. Uh, I, I actually think this is a game where Dwight Powell could flash some upside here. Uh, we, we haven't, you know, seen the 40-point game. I, I think we've only seen it once, maybe in the past 10 games or so. Uh, yeah, we've seen it once in the past 10 games, but I think this is a spot where he could get it done. Sacramento's playing at one of the fastest paces in the league. Um, so so Dallas and, – and Dallas is playing pretty fast as well. They should get a few more possessions. So I, I, I really like uh, 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 Dwight Powell here. And then Tim Hardaway Jr., 5,500. Uh, I think he's going get to up, get up a few more shots as well. I mean, I've, I've looked kind of at the trend of what he's been doing. I mean, shot attempts have been up recently. Last three games, 15, 18, 18. Uh, and so, you know, if he's going to be taking almost 20 shots, uh, if he can dial up a few more peripheral stats, uh, then, then I think we could be looking at a phenomenal performance here. And it's against Sacramento, and that, that's the reason I'm so interested. Jalen Brunson is overpriced. He's really overpriced. I, I wish I could play him at that price, but I just can't. Those are the only guys I'm looking at. All right. Um, I don't really have anything to add. Let's talk Kings here. You know, Buddy Hyde, um, healed, however you want to say it. I've heard announcers say it both ways, but um, – I like this spot for him. I know he's been disappointing over the last few games, but this is like one of those spots where it's like, it's like, all right, here it comes this the, the big game is incoming, and I think um, a matchup with Dallas, a team that has struggled with guards all season. I think Buddy Hyde um, is definitely in in play here. Um, you know, Fox healed Bagley. Bagley's minutes um, magically went up to 29 uh, the other night uh, against Brooklyn. So I think this is the spot where we just have to kind of just jump on it and and just play um, Bagley. Yeah, jump on it now. Uh, FanDuel's already got him priced at like 6,600. But on DK, he's still 5,600. Play him now forever, hold your peace. Because he's he's probably going for thirty-five to forty fantasy points again. If he gets thirty minutes, he might get forty-five in this spot. So I think I think you play him, play him, play him, play him right now. Uh, don't delay. 
If you wait another slate, he's going to be over 6K. He might, you know, so j- just go ahead and hop one today, and, and you should be fine. I really like him. Bielisa still got 28 minutes his last game against Brooklyn. Um, you know, I'm trying to decide right now whether that's noise or not. Uh, I only watched highlights from that game. I, I was asleep, so I didn't get a chance to watch uh, them lose lose a 28-point uh, lead. But I want I, I do want to go back and watch that game because I want to see if that was noise with Bielitz or if he was actually out there. So um, I think he's a fringe play for me, you know, if I can kind of determine whether or not I think he's still going to get 25 minutes. I think I still have some interest. Uh, but that's about it for me. Harry Giles at 4K, he's got upside. Uh, he's, he's only going to play about 18 to 20 minutes, uh, but that could be enough depending on the circumstance. So he's another guy that's just a fringe play, you know, if I'm thinking about doing something different. Yeah, jump on Bagley. Um, yeah. Just jump on. Like, it, it's just the price. Him and Heald are my two favorite plays here. Um, last game of the night, we got the Pacers and at Golden State, 220.5 total here. Golden State favored by 11 in this game. Collison is really the only injury news. He's questionable. Um, and on the Golden State side, you know, Boogie um, is questionable, but they expect him to play. Let's talk Pacers first. What are we looking at here on Indiana? Yeah, um, you know, if uh, if Collison's out, I mean, you know, they said it was an upgrade to questionable because obviously he was out and doubtful. But, you know, if he's out, then I mean, I think you can consider Corey Joseph. I think you can consider Tariq Evans. You know, both of those guys are going to play, you know, 30 to 35 minutes. Uh, I think Evans would be more around the 30-minute range. And, and uh, Corey Joseph would be in the 30 to 35 minutes. Now, he only played 20 against the Clippers, but I, I'm not going to buy into that. I, I think he, he'll get more minutes here. Um, you know, I, I think Bogdanovich would maybe take on a little bit more of a role. He's already been playing pretty well. Uh, the problem is, I mean, they're, they're playing Golden State on the road. If they don't have Collison, um, I, I think it's going to hamper this team a bit. And I'm just – I'm really not interested in this game overall. But those two guys, I wanted to talk about Joseph and uh, and Evans because obviously those are your extreme values. I don't think we need to play anyone else uh, from the Pacers if Collison is out. Tyreek Evans reminded us that he at one point was very good at basketball the other night. He almost had a triple-double against the Clippers. Um. If Collison sits, I think Evans is very much in play. You know, pretty much like what you were saying. He almost had a triple double the other night. Like, of course, you got to look at this guy. Like, as much as he's burned us this season when we've trusted Evans chalk, but it's hard not to like him in this spot. If Collison sits, um, I still don't think I play Corey Joseph. Will I've done really well with not playing Kojo this season, and Ooh. it's worked. Like. This guy made us a, a bunch of money when he was with Toronto and, you know, one of those guys would sit and, you know, we would play Corey Joseph and he would 8X, but it's just, that's not the case this season. So for me, I just, I still, even if Collison sits, I, I still think I take the upside game uh, from Evans. And if Evans busts, he busts. Hey, I'm with you, man. I, I've got guys that I just don't play uh, like Andrew Wiggins. I just never click the button. And it'll just save you so much money and heartache over the course of a season. And that way I don't have to chase any losses. So I'm with you, man. I I totally get it. 
Um, all right. So the Golden State side of things, if Boogie plays here, it's a tough matchup uh, against the Pacers, who's one of the best defensive teams. Am I crazy for just saying I probably won't have any exposure to the Golden State Warriors here? No, I don't think you're crazy. But if Boogie plays, I do like Boogie. I mean, the price has come back down to 6,800 and 40, 50, 46, 41, 41, 51, 46, 37. I mean, all of those would be okay. So I think he would be the, the warrior that I would look at. Um, do you, you know, trust – I don't mean to interrupt you, but do you trust, like, the minutes for Cousins after missing a couple games? Do you think he comes back and plays his, you know, the normal minutes? I, I think he gets close. I, I think 28 to 30 minutes is still – within reach for him, you know, I mean, I think they gave him the time off to try to, you know, not, not push him through and, and allow him to re-aggravate it. So if he's going to play, I, I think I'm willing to, to, to embrace the risk because of the price. If he was 8,600. I wouldn't touch him, but I think, I think that's really what it is. If he's going to play, I'm willing to embrace the risk at this price point. Yeah, there's certainly upside and ceiling. I like I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just kind of wanted your thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else from this one. Like I said, it's probably one of my least favorite games on the slate. Um, I love the early games. Like the three early games, fantastic. Um, I'm gonna be one of those guys where I'm being in the, in the doghouse with with all those guys that play in the early slate, and I'm just gonna be sitting there going, "Please do what I want you to do, late games." <laughs> 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 All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Give me your favorite game to go over or under today, Will. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't say Utah-Atlanta. I just saw Utah hang about 130 points on the Knicks in a blowout, and now they get to face Atlanta, a much more respectable team that's going to actually try to win in their house. Uh, I, I can't not take the game I'm going to today. Give me Utah-Atlanta. All right, I'm going to take the over in the Phoenix game. I've been taking yeah. a lot of unders lately, but I like the over in the Detroit Phoenix game. Um, I think that that total is too low. Uh, give me your favorite play under five at five k to seven x. Man, you know I I would say this probably depends on the news, uh, but 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 I'm not going to let it. I'm just going to go ahead and roll this guy out. This is a guy I kind of talked about uh, uh, early on the show. One of the first guys I talked about it in terms of value. Give me Miles Bridges, man. Uh, I, I, I think he has a good game here against Minnesota. All right. I'm going to take Josh Jackson. Um, I pretty much – I'm taking the over in that game. I like the minutes for Jackson. He's one of my favorite value plays. They raise his price, but I don't know if they raise it enough. Um, so Josh Jackson at 4,800. Be my favorite play. I think he gets over 30 fantasy points. Does he get a 7X? It's probably going to be close. Um, but I think he has a very good opportunity to get there. Yeah. Oh, who's your bust? Over 8K, not to 5X today. Kevin Durant. KD. That team's tough when they're all healthy. Um, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the same play the same card here. I'm gonna say Curry. I, I get it. I get it. My hey, least favorite like studs on the slate are, are Curry and Durant. Like, yeah. I mean, just the highest at everybody part- else. Highest priced player today is uh, is Carl Anthony Towns at 10K. So you know, th- there's a lot of drop off between him and Curry and 
Durant, like, I get it. All right. Um, favorite 6X play on the slate. Who do you got? Oh, man, easy. Marvin Bagley. Oh, you took my guy. <laughs> yeah, you took my guy. All right. I got to rethink my, my, my answer here. Oh, you know what? Because I was going to use this guy as my 7X, and I totally forgot. I'm going to use him as my 6X. Give me Troy Brown. Gotcha. Yep, I get it. I really don't think a reason plays. I don't see a reason for him for them to risk playing him. Um, right. All right, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Man, let's have some fun. Uh, and uh, let, let, let's keep this fantasy thing rolling. Stay positive out there, people. All right, well, enjoy the game, yeah, Utah at Atlanta. I am going to go make some um, Oakland athletic stacks um, because you know, one-game baseball slates are awesome because they're back, and I watched some of that game. Um, and I'd be remiss if I, if I didn't have Chris Davis or Chad Pender or Steven Piscotti against a lefty um, in Japan. So on that note... He is Chief Justice 06. I am Stevie TPFL. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you again tomorrow.